We tell stories for a reason. A shared humanity howling against the monsters outside the cave. In the dark of the night, when even the moon does not shine, and the only light is the weak spluttering of flame, we tell stories. Welcome round our campfire, fighting against the darkness. Come and join us as we tell tales in the dark. She and her. Uh, hi, I'm well. You may or may not recognise my voice. Um, if you don't, go back and listen to our WD Chosen, obviously. Yeah, have uh, to. My it's pronouns. Yeah, 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 but you know, <laughs> there's more content there. Uh, my <laughs> pronouns are he, him. Hello, I am Am, um, and you will not find out who I am playing just yet. I mean, we released a whole episode, but you know. Um, my pronouns are she and her. Uh, I'm, I'm the token man. <laughs> yes, the token man. Boo. <laughs> So how's everyone feeling about the adventure? Nervous. Excited. It's <laughs> We are making eye contact. We're yeah. recording this in person. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. Yeah. In person. This is the first ever RWD session recorded with everyone there in person. Yeah. Which is terrifying. We're all sat around um, my, my kitchen table at my two small flat, uh, four <laughs> people. And uh, it's very weird making eye contact with people mm-hmm. while, while we're recording. Lucy just leaning over the table and staring at me. Yes, no non-visual ga- no non-verbal gags, please. Um, we're also eating uh, Doritos, so if you hear a slight crunch in the background, I apologise. It's hard to edit out Doritos. Mm. And I, being slightly chaotic, I'm drinking apple juice straight from the garden. And we're going to have mimosas later. We are. It's going to be good. <laughs> Very exciting stuff. Uh, um, so, so... Slightly slightly Yeah, I, I guess... Um, I, Harriet, call this pack. Who will be our guiding star? Who will lead us to the endless forest? Who shall we love until they are nothing but bone and hair? I, Ephraim Hart, am the Alpha. My love binds us all. I call this pack. Who is the heart of us? Who soothes our beast and fills our bellies? Who is our light in dark places? I, Mags, am the heart. My warmth keeps the winter from our den. I call this pack. Who is our memory? Who reminds us we are more than animals? Who smooths our path and makes our troubles vanish? I, Declan, am the memory of this pack. I show you the humans we are bound to protect. And what of you? Will you gaze beyond the veil and tell us what lies in wait? Will you see the horrors of the other world and listen to the screams of ghosts for us? I, Harriet, am the howl. I carry this pain to serve the pack. 
the wind howls through the heather and the gorse in the highlands of Scotland. The old farmhouse on the shores of Lake Mulladoch lies quiet. As we move closer, we see the old farmhouse, slightly run down, but full of character and warmth. Outside, we see a figure leaning against the farmhouse, phone in hand. What are they doing? Will? Um, Declan, in sort of, um, do you say it was sort of early evening? It's sort of, sort of early-ish evening. The sun is still, it's sort of like that time when it's like twilight, not quite twilight, but sort of pink and orange in the sky. Okay, uh, yeah, um, he, he, he's leaning against um, this wall, sort of smoking in the most like dispassionate way possible, I suppose. Um, and as you said, just focusing on this phone, just um, constantly refreshing um, a, a message, a messenger chat, waiting for a message to come across. And what does that look like? Um... <laughs> The, the main word most people would use, I think, is tired. He, he just looks constantly tired. Uh, he, he's wearing um, sort of most of a suit, so um, trousers, uh, a, a shirt with sort of a, a, a loose tie and um, sleeves rolled up, no jacket, um, slightly unshaven, sort of big black bags under his eyes, and longish black hair sort of just swept back, um, sort of gel back a little bit. He, he, he looks tired, he looks a bit greasy. Um, yeah, just looks a bit sort of unkempt and unshaven. As you are waiting on this message, so you have the farmhouse which you're leaning against, and there are also sort of old outhouses and barns and things around as well. Uh, from one of them enters a youngish, um, teenage ish sort of um, girl, maybe 13, 14. Um, wearing obviously very like hand-me-down pants like the, the, it looks like they've been cut off so they fit her uh, t-shirt kind of covered a little bit in mud got some hay sticking out of her hair uh, you, this is uh, Sylvie she is one of the pack members she is sort of you know she's just getting to the point where she's starting to take part in sort of pack decisions and it's going to be uh, tonight is going to be the first her first run as an adult with the pack. Um, you know, mud, very tomboy looking, sort of grins at you, and you're like, you, as you see her, you're like she probably shouldn't be. Why isn't she with everyone in the house where she should be right now? And she sort of like she sort of like sees that sees you, makes eye contact, and then it's like, it's like. Stands up a little bit straighter, like I should be here, and tries to walk, and just walks past mm. you as unsubtly as possible. Just, sort of just going to grab her by the shoulder. Going somewhere? Um, no. I'm just going inside. Uh, Ifram knows that, does he? Yes. If I ask him, he'll say that you are meant to be here. No. Um, okay. Rins at you. Where are you going? 
I'm, so she she came from one of the outhouses mm. heading into the house, which is oh, where right. she should have been. Right, sorry, sorry. Yeah, so. Where have you been then? Um, I was playing in the barn. Do you want to show me? No. Come on. Okay. And, and she... And she goes sort of like frog march her back where she came from. You, um, you go into the barn and this is one of the, um, ones that is hasn't been sort of retrofitted into something else this one is pretty much a barn because while this is where you will live this is still you still farm this area is still a working uh, building this has got lots of hay bales and she um takes you up into like the hayloft bit and you can see she's made like a little a little den and she's obviously maybe just a little bit nervous about what's happening so she hasn't gone to like, any of her lessons today she's just been hiding up in here you come here often? Uh, sometimes. I just, it's, um, I'm just a bit nervous about later. Oh, the, the, the run, yeah? Yeah, um, and she's, like, slightly, slightly just shaking, like, I don't know, she just, she's obviously just, she comes across as quite confident. She's, like, one of the oldest of, like, the mm. little kids, and you can just see that she probably feels like she hasn't been able to show her nerves in front of the other ones, so she's just been hiding up here. Talk to um, your aunt Harriet. She she will look after you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. And Fine. she um, looks at you, thinks about something for a second, gives you a like tackle, hugs you around the waist, and then runs <laughs> off. And just awkwardly pats her <laughs> on, on, on the head and kind of just. <laughs> Um, sighs and checks his phone one more time and then follows her sort of towards the main uh, farmhouse. Yeah, so she sort of runs ahead of you, um, goes to the front door, then goes to the window at the side and looks through to see if there's anyone in the hallway. Mm-hmm. Waits a beat, opens the front door and goes in. Um, the farmhouse is old. Flagstones on the floor, none of them are at the same level. There's weird steps everywhere, but it's all built on slightly higgledy piggledy different levels. None of the stairs are the same height. Um, she rushes up the stairs and. Harriet, you hear a knock on your door. Oh, uh, come in. And you can see a little, little face, and it's, it's Sylvie. Hi. Hello. Right. Yeah. Um. Do you want to come in? Yes, please. I'm a bit nervous about tonight. Oh. But, but why? What? What oh, are you nervous about? It's. It is the first time I'm running with everyone, and I'm just a bit worried about it. Oh, there's nothing to be worried about with everybody else. That's why we run together. She sort of sits, she's like sat on the bed and sort of pats the bed to, for her to come and sit down. She does. Um, look. Did I ever tell you about my first one? No. Well, I was very nervous too. Really? But you're not nervous about anything. <laughs> well, everybody's nervous sometimes. And I was very nervous because I was a lot older than you. You're very brave to be doing this at such a young age. 
Really? Yes. Um, I hadn't thought about it like that. Well, not everyone is born into the pack and not everyone does their first run at the same age that you are. So, you're already doing better than me. Look at it that way. Thank you. And she just like leans in a little bit. Like put arm around her and give her like a big hug. <laughs> As we, so what does Harriet look like if she is comforting mm. Sylvie? Harriet is like quite tall and kind of gangly. Well, not so much in a teenagery way, but she's quite tall and gangly. And um, has like kind of big puffy, almost auburn coloured hair that she kind of ties back with like a bandana um, and large like circular glasses she wears um, kind of a Miss Frizzle vibe a little bit of a Miss Frizzle vibe yeah <laughs> and yeah she wears very like comfortable clothing quite loose um, a lot of like cardigans and like loose shirts and things like that um, I just have Emma Thompson yeah, yeah and she, she is name. just Emma Thompson I, I yeah. just didn't want to invoke um, uh. she who shall not be named <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah she looks like and she gives she gives the best hugs which is why when Sylvie doesn't quite go for a hug she's like no no we're gonna have a hug <laughs> Sylvie is um you can see you definitely helped her a little bit there are you all good I thought you'd speak to Aunt Hetty oh hello Declan hello did you find uh Sylvie outside so like um, De- Declan looks, looks at Sylvie Yes, she was just going for a walk. Yes, I know. Okay. <laughs> good. Well, it was very good of you to bring her in. Uh, I suppose it was, yes. You looking yes. forward to later? Well, yes, I'm, I think, and um, she sort of glances down at Sylvie, I think it will be a run to remember. Good. I'll yes. look for you later. Likewise. <laughs> and, uh... Stecken slinks away. <laughs> God, that was so painfully awkward. That is like, amazing. So like slight ice in the air is like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. So we time a little bit of time passes and we gather round the pack meal. So every, all the pack have from where they have come from. Some of them have been. Out. Some of them have been doing stuff uh, on the farm. Some have been, you know, um, in and around the house. Some have been in the school that you have teaching the little ones. Everyone gathers in the old kitchen area of the farmhouse. There's a big old range, a huge, a what one very big oak table with then other tables put on either end, and it looks like they've been like, they live there on either end. But like it's like three or four different slightly different heights of tables there's chairs just like crammed around this place so it's christmas but every yes. day <laughs> christmas but every day and you are having a pack meal because tonight is the full moon and tonight is the full moon hunt it is the baying so and it is obviously this is an every month occasion but it's a slightly bigger than normal one occasion because it is obviously the first time that Sylvie is going to be running with the adults. So obviously Sylvie is a Sylvie is a born werewolf so she has been just turned before but there's a little pen 
woman and little kids sort of stay on the full moon and a couple of adults will stay with them and they will just run around in this little pen because you guys go running across the, the highlands and into the forests and they wouldn't be able to keep up and if you would imagine how cute that little pen is of just like baby wolves little puppies little like puppies ranging from like actual like puppy puppies all the way up to like that awkward adolescent stage where you've got the legs too long too long legs really big paws and the ears are just flopping everywhere (laughs) Um, so people quite like it when they have the um, looking after the kids duty on the run and it sort of cycles through the pack is Mags coming down um, she'll poke her head down. I think she probably tried to see if she could grab Harriet before. Yeah. And was like, because she's only been back like, what, like a week? Yeah, if like that. a couple of yeah. days. Um, so she would have probably like grabbed Harriet and kind of been like, um, so could you maybe bring me a plate? Oh, up. Yeah. You don't want to join the meal? It's just, you know, it's it's weird. I don't think anyone is... I I think it would just make... You know, it's... um, uh, uh, Sylvie's night. I think maybe it would draw focus a little bit. You know, I don't know if I'm even going to go on the run. You shouldn't be worried about that. Everyone look. Everyone looks because they're so glad to have you back. Okay, fine. Look, I, I'll come for the meal, but maybe I'll just wash the pots. Then everyone else can go. If that's what you want to do, that's fine. Fine. Okay. Fine. Fine. You don't have to come to the meal if you don't want to. No, no, you're right. It's fine. It's fine. Um, Ephraim saw me uh, smoking earlier anyway, and he's pissed about that, so... In that case, probably come to the meal. Yeah, I should probably come to the meal. Um... (laughs) So yeah, she probably does. She's like hanging in the back. She is, Mags is quite uh, stocky. She's got a bit of a rugby player build. Um, tattoo sleeves, uh, short hair, um, lots of ear piercings. Very kind of like a little bit older, but uh, like punk rebellious team. Um, and is just very much like sitting quietly in the corner, trying very hard not to be noticed by anyone. Not, not having a conversation, just very much like, maybe if I'm quiet and sit still, everyone will d- pretend I don't exist. Um, and eats like um, a pig with a fresh trough. Just like food everywhere. Incredible. As you, um, as everyone's gathering around the meal and you come in and sit down, Ephraim, Ephraim Hart, who is your alpha, he is the leader of the pack. He is um, an older man, sort of in his mid to late 50s quite tall um that sort of you know when sort of farmers are outside all the time and they go like kind of like really leathery kind of tanned kind of that that kind of kind of skin i'm picturing like ethan hawk kind kind of vibe he's got salt and pepper hair bit of a beard it's trimmed but not yeah you know tailored um, and he has an eye patch, and you can see coming out from under both the top and the bottom some scars over his face. So he is missing an eye. He is sitting at the head, one of the, the head, one of the ends of the table. He does make eye contact with you, Mags, as you come in. I, he doesn't say anything. Yeah, though. I do like 
a little bit of an open mouth smile, just bare my teeth a little bit. Just like very, very, not like when a, it's not like actively disrespecting, it's just like when a, a you get too close to a dog that doesn't want to be petted. Mm-hmm. He looks at that, he takes a second thing, and he sort of just, he nods and looks away. So everyone is here, the entire pack is here. Sylvie um, is sitting in sort of like the place of honour. She's next to the Alpha because yeah. it's her first adult run. I was thinking because she would have been supposed to be cooking the meal. So was she slacking? She was a little <laughs> bit. Um, she did, she, she was brought in and she has cooked. It's not. Um, is that beans or toast? Anything. <laughs> no, it's a little stuff about it. It is a pasta with jarred sauce. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> she has made a vat of about three different types of pasta because she's like, you know that thing where like, how much pasta do I need per person? And then you always, you never get it right. No. So there is so much pasta on the table. <laughs> and she has warmed the sauce. Yay! She's, put, she's warmed it, but it is like straight from a jar. Nice. <laughs> In a bowl. I, th- I think that's more advanced cooking than Anne's um, 20... Than my 21-year-old brother can do now, yeah. brother can do, yeah. <laughs> um, garlic bread, cheese. There, there is grated cheese. Hell yeah. Uh, she's grated it weirdly, though. So, you know, you've got, like... Is it, like, a block of cheddar or something, rather than, like, mozzarella? It's, a, oh, yeah, it's fully a block of cheddar. <laughs> and she's done, the, you know, like, the really, the, the really long... Like, yeah. the, like, the slice grating yeah. on the side that no one uses because it's useless. Yeah. She's done that with yeah. a, a mountain <laughs> of cheddar, so it's really... It's quite thick. And like, so it's it's a meal. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a meal. It's a meal, and it is food that is edible. Yeah, the pasta's yeah. like slightly soggy. Max is eating it like it's the best thing she's ever tasted, and like she's not faking for the kids. She's just like, it's great. It's pasta. Love it. <laughs> yeah, that seems to be the like. So see when would actually mm-hmm. would you like to describe? Would you like to explain why Sylvie has cooked the meal? Yes, uh, we have spent some time, if you haven't listened to our character building episode, we do that. you do it, uh, but we spent some time talking about pack traditions, a big part of this game is building lore together as a team, and one of the pack traditions we decided on is when it is a new wolf's first hunt uh, for the baying, they uh, cook dinner, meals and food is very important in our pack's culture, so it's like a big focus of spending time together um, and providing for one another. So that is that is why uh, Sylvie's cooked. Well, she's uh, she has she's cooked. She, yeah, she's heated stuff on a stove. Yes. Hey, to, in today's life, I sometimes cook less than that and call it dinner. Yeah. So <laughs> I've mixed baked beans in with rice before. It's pretty good. Wow. It's, it's one, one of them. Um, I've also witnessed Am um, take a block of cheese. You tell the story dip, on this podcast dip so it in ketchup often. and just take a bite out of I it. I was like very hungover. So just a squirt of ketchup onto a plate just bite what? out of a block of cheddar. Mm. Lu- no. Luce's, um, for, 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 for those of us who aren't the three other people in the room, <laughs> Luce is looking a bit physically sick. <laughs> in my defence, um, they were both depression meals, so yeah. it's fine. Thanks for obviously. <laughs> We, we didn't have proper kitchens in my halls at uni, so I just used to have. Um, I used to make uh, mug pasta with curry sauce. So just, that just great. Just cut. So just some pasta and a bit of water with curry powder in the microwave for three minutes. That's wow. Like Cracking. Uh, yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, the joys of a <laughs> hall. Yeah. Right. Um, 
Tortilla wraps, so we just had grated cheese in a tortilla wrap, just fried. Nice. <laughs> it, was, it was good, yeah. Um, Declan's was um, only about um, six to nine months ago. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Am. Um, uh, so he was about sort of 33, 34 uh, in human years, anyway. Is he a good cook? Dog years. Um, it, it depends exactly how much effort he's putting in. He, he, ba- <laughs> he basically just made some indiscriminate like low and slow cooked something in like a pan where you know you just throw like a load of things in it's yeah. sort of like the equivalent of like a cock, uh, crock pot basically yeah. and um, so, so so just loads of random vegetables like chopped tomatoes a few random bits of meat and things like that and you just cook it for like 10 hours and so it just turns into like sort of, great. sort of like sludge just with some bread nice the ironic thing is I was going to say Harriet would have cooked very something very similar <laughs> But a million times better. But, yeah. Yeah, because she would have... Oh, gosh, I'm trying to remember what we said now. She probably would have been late 20s. Mm-hmm. So about just over just 10 before, years ago. Just before Max left. Yeah. Um, would be when her first one was. Um, I think she would have done like a slow-cooked meal, but not, not because she can't be bothered, but because she's like, right, I've got to cook for so many people, and this is the smart decision. <laughs> and so it would... Yeah, be something similar in that some sort of like stew or something, but it would be like uh, the meat has been chosen like specifically, mm. and it's got like rosemary and thyme in it and Delicious. stuff and, and all of that because she's like she's like got I've got to make a good impression, and so puts all of her effort into making. There's this like thirty stew. to forty of us, right? Yeah, at the um, <laughs> at the moment, I'd say I would put an actual number on it and I will mm. write it down. There are currently thirty-two members in the pack. 
Uh, including you guys. And including that. like the littlies though. And including the littlies. And that is a lot of people to cook pasta for, so yeah. well done Sylvie. Yes. <laughs> um, there's about, um, the literally there's about 10 littlies yes. at the moment, ranging from babe in arms to Sylvie who is, she's no longer a littly, mm-hmm. but about 12, 13. Um, and then there's the other littlies, like the young, the, the teenagers who are running, but who are still the teenagers yeah. who can't yeah. really have pack responsibility, mm. but are there and they help out as much as they can. And then there's the main core of the pack, which are the adults, and then there's obviously the howl and the alpha. Like, is um, in charge. The, we have a, an NPC who's the role of the puppy, right? Yeah, we have the puppy. Oh. Cub. The cub. He is a puppy, though. He's very mm-hmm. cute. He's Magnus' favourite. So, the meal comes to an end, and as it has, the sun has fully set. The moon is risen, is rising, the stars twinkling in the sky, and the baying is about to start. You sort of all pile all the crockery just on the side. That is a tomorrow job. and you will head outside. Ephraim looks at you, Max. He doesn't say anything. Mm. He just raises um, the eyebrow above the eye that is no longer there. Yeah. And he sort of gestures, saying, I am happy for you to, you can run with us if you want to. Mm. If you don't, I understand. Can he I... is leaving the decision to you. Can I get a read on like other pack members? Yeah, definitely. Tips are even basic moves. Yeah, let's roll some dice. That's true. Um, basic moves. I'm looking. Uh, no. Oh no, spill. Yeah, I feel like I could do a spill. You can do a spill. Oh, who, who do you want to spill to? Um, I'm going to lean in to Declan mm-hmm. just because he has no horse in this race. Harriet will tell me to come and the people yeah. aren't worried, like, no matter what. Um, so I'm just going to kind of, and Sylvie will also be like, oh, don't worry about it. So I'm going to... Yeah, okay. So before we do this, mm-hmm. I will quickly explain what this is. Yes. So this is one of the uh, basic moves that everyone can do. And when you spill, you just tell tell someone exactly what you are feeling. Yeah. When you do, we add one to the pack pool and I will keep track of what the number is in the pack pool mm. and then together you can make decisions to use the pack pool. Mm. Oh I guess I provoke spill then I'm doing yes. not spill. Oh do you want to make him spill at you? Yeah. Okay. Because I, I want to know like what everyone's cool. feeling. So provoke spill. Interesting. So I have to roll plus heart. You roll plus heart, you roll 2d6. So of. you're making Declan tell you what he's actually yeah. feeling. Do I, do I roll anything to defend? No. Does it work if she does it? So I have looking at my stats. I have minus... Oh, I've got minus one heart. Shoot. All right. Okay, so a 10 plus, um, you completely succeed. Which is impossible. Nine. Oh, no, because I can roll... I can roll, roll, roll. Uh, roll. So 4 and 11. 4 and 11, yeah. 7 to 9, um, 11, there's spill, but so something else happens, and if you fail, I get to make a hard move. Nice. <laughs> so I'm going to kind of, like, lame second and be like, so, like, do people really want me to come? I got a 6. <laughs> Woo! Anything gets a hard move. <laughs> okay. I thought it was five. No, it says zero to six. Okay, I will hold on to that. Cool. Nice. And that well. will. So you still ask the question. Yeah. 
Um, what does Declan say? You can tell the truth or you can lie, it is up to you. What, how will Declan respond? Well, your stock isn't particularly high, so if you want to win your way back into the pack, this is a good opportunity to do it. But if you want to keep on going the way you are, then you can just stay here. I don't really know if I want to win my way back in. Um, I suppose it would make life a little easier. No, so... Depends what you want, doesn't it? Who's watching the puppies? Um, a couple of the adults are um, on the rotor tonight. Mm. It is um, Ulrich and Arcadia. Oh, absolutely not. I'm not watching the puppies with Ulrich. I'm like... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I... Ulrich is a lovely man, but he is a, he is like well, he's one of those gym buffs. Mm-hmm. So he only talks about the gym, mm-hmm. and he is you know with that like, sort of useless muscle, and like his arms slightly stick out to the side, and he sort of waddles mm-hmm. everywhere because he's so much muscle. He'd be a wrestler. If he could. Did he get <laughs> De- did he get Declan to source him a gym membership? <laughs> Might well have done. He he oh, he always wears gym shorts and like those. Like muscle, like those, those like tank tops with really, yeah. really low sides. Um, Arcadia is lovely. Yeah. If you really want to earn some points, what you can do mm. is Sylvie. Yeah. It's her first run. Mm-hmm. I, this I know. Hold her fork. Go and hold her fork through it. Make sure she doesn't get lost. Make sure she doesn't create um, any problems for us. Yeah, I mean, my worry is that they'll think I'm. Be in the center of attention, regular old mags. Um, but more than if you just stay here and you're the only person yeah, that's going right. on the run. That's that's that's. We're gonna stand out either way. That's fair. But that's I think fair. you knew that, didn't you? Fine. I'm not telling you to do anything. It's up to you. Mag just walks away. Declan just flips off her back. Um, you see, so Harriet sees that they have had a conversation. Um, <laughs> these you, two are twitchy no. eyebrows. Would you like to say anything to either of them before you go running? I think I would uh, just go and sort of check that Max is okay. Um, just be like, you alright there? You alright? Do you want to provoke a spell? <laughs> yeah. yeah! Why not? Everyone's provoking spells. Everyone's you provoke a spell and you, you provoke, provoke a spell. spell. <laughs> okay. So rolling plus heart. I believe I have quite good. Yeah, you're good at this. And you've rolled I've rolled well, well and I have. Oh, where's my sheet? So, nine, nine, nine already. A. Plus three. So it is. You've got plus three hearts. <laughs> I've got all of my stats yeah. in my heart. And so that is, what, a 12? 12. So <laughs> someone put something in the pack pool. Critical. Um, oh, no, you... that's on. Um... Oh, that's if I share something. Yes. But I'm going to. Oh, yeah, you share something. It does go in my pool. And so you have, so a... you have to make the spill move. Yeah. So you openly and truthfully express one of these sorts of, one of the following, which is your desire for a pack mate, mm-hmm. why you are hurting, yeah. what you are angry about, and what you are afraid of. Yeah. So. It's going to be hard to do without swearing. Uh, okay. We add one to the pack pool. Yeah. And also, Harriet now has a tie on you. I yes. I already right. have one. Yes, so you've got two. two. I've got two. Um, yeah, Mags. What, I mean, what do you ask her? I just say, you, you were right there, and are you going to come with us? Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to come with you. I just, um, you know, 
Declan is a very honest guy and I'm not used to the dynamic having him here. Um, and you know about all the feelings that are attached to why he is here. Mm. So not feeling great about him in general. Um, it just, it reminds me. It just reminds me. And I'm not. I have to talk to him before I get cigarettes. It's not. I don't, I don't like him. I know you don't like him. But if I'm going to be honest with you, most people don't. <laughs> Maybe. But he's very useful. Mm. He fulfills his role well. And that's all we can ask of him. I suppose so. No one gets to pick their family. True. Yeah, I just, I, you know, I feel like, respectfully, you're kind of my only friend here, and you're great, love you. Also, you, you know, we're at very different stages in our life, and sometimes I don't need motherly advice, sometimes I need someone to help me smash stuff. And I don't have anyone to help me do that. I think I can understand that, <laughs> at the very least. So, yeah. I it's a great, great time to smash something. That's true. But I, you know, I just keep an eye on me, make sure I don't go. You know, I will. Cheers. Ephraim walks, sort of like, out, sort of leads Sylvie out to the front mm. of the pack. Um, he looks up at the moon, puts a hand on Sylvie's ear, mm. on Sylvie's ear, puts a hand on Sylvie's shoulder and leans down and whispers something in her ear. You don't know what he says. He says something to every member of the pack mm. when it is their first time, and it is something that you keep private. Yes. Mm. He, he stands up, stands back, smiles, and Sylvie ripples, and her bones start to crack and change, falls down on all fours and standing in front of you is like a sandy kind of covered coloured wolf we get to describe our yeah, wolf yeah. um, she's quite kind of sandy she's still got that slight her paws are a little bit too big one ear is completely flopped down the other one stand, stands up and it's like so like you know when German puppy German German shepherd puppies yeah, have like the, yeah, the ears yeah. are way too big oh. and she just sort of like sounds like, like her her tail is wagging like crazy mm. and the other members of the pack start to shift I would like you all please to describe your wolves uh, Declan's uh, wolf is looks uh, a bit a bit skinny or a bit like underfed basically sort of um, like a like a slate or charcoaly kind of color like gray moving to black as I say looks quite sort of um like gangly or like quite rangy like lot long and thin basically and um, it, 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 he's got a sort of a, a, a short tail that looks like it's had the end chopped off and um, some sort of scars along it along its back which is, which is he's also got in his human sort mm-hmm. of uh, yes. persona um, scars and things like that transfer when you yes. shift and, and tattoos right yeah yeah, so if you have tattoos, so, so it will be like it, it, almost like fur marking. So yeah, it'll be fur, mm-hmm. or, or, and if you shave the fur, it's got yeah. a. Uh... Okay. So, <laughs> Mags, what does your wolf like look like with his tattoo sleeves? Mags is a um, she's quite a short human, but she is a big wolf. Her she's just um, brown all over. Um, only markings are the 
and like differentiating as far as the where her tattoo sleeves would be on her arms. Um, and there's also one just above her tail as well. That <laughs> um, <laughs> she she was like 19. Um, she uh, it's it's the same brown as like you know uh, the bark of like oak trees in the forest or like when you open a conker and like mm, the sheen, like chestnut that's that kind of brown um with her eyes uh, matching it um just very furry kind of like her sticky outy hair looks like her fur's like a little bit tangled a bit of a mess and like very big jaws and what does Harriet look like as a wolf Harriet is also quite fluffy Particularly her tail is just the biggest... Pomeranian wolf. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she has... Is a sort of darker kind of brown colour. And I think there are like a, a few more grey streaks in her fur than... She does have like grey in her hair normally. But there's a little bit more in the wolf form than there is in her human form. Uh, and I think she has particularly... Um, bright kind of yellow eyes as if like very alert um and yeah quite I think she she, in contrast to her like lanky like human body I think the wolf is very not so much bigger than that but more kind of filled out filled out yeah more hench yeah more hench (laughs) Uh, and a bit more kind of stoic bit stocky yeah. yeah Swapped bodies. We have. <laughs> um, Ephraim, as a wolf, is huge. Like the size of like getting up like like a smallish horse kind yeah. of size. Like big wolf, um, black and grey. Yeah. Um, and but you know when old wolves, not dogs, have like that little, like gray, white and grey around the muzzle and on the face. Mm. He's starting to have that. He's not wearing an eye patch as a wolf, but he has. Um, you can see the scars, and he is probably the eye is completely closed. He, he is he only has the one eye. Um, and you start to run. You lope off, sort of Ephraim at the front, Sadie leading in the. She is running beside Ephraim, and he is like, and if she starts going, she's like, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, this way. Um, so you run. You run down to the side of the lake, around the edge, and off into the highlands. The wind whistles through your fur. Everything as a wolf is more heightened. Your senses of smell, of taste, your hearing. You can hear um, deer off in the distance. You can smell them on the air. You can smell the heather, that bright purple sort of sharp scent of florals as you run um could people i would just like could people just give me a harness the wolf roll yes we can mm-hmm. uh half is it that looks a bit... uh yeah cool i got a minus one to this mm. i got another 12 chloe nice <laughs> chloe is rolling a hot I get this plus two. Six. Woo! <laughs> Thirteen. Oh. Nice. Um, we're going nuclear. You just, you're running with the pack and enjoying something. Yeah. We're going full on Morgan time. 
the... Oh, it actually says roll plus feral. It does, but it says Ooh, heart. It says yeah. heart. So I think it, that might just... Oh, okay, in that case, I'll... That's feral. I believe that makes it an eight. Okay, <laughs> if it's feral... Minus. minus one to feral. It, well, if it's feral, that makes it an that, eight as well. That's weird, because on the actual playbook sheet, it says heart. I think it's meant to be heart. Or, or either, I guess. Uh, up to you, Liz. Yeah. Feral, I do better. I think it makes more sense as feral. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. I got an eight. 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 Uh, with feral, yeah. um, uh, 11. Okay. So, as you're running, your feet, your the pack is moving together. This is why you run together as often mm. as you can. It heightens the bonds between you all. On the breeze, you you see a couple of members of the pack start to look around and you do as well because you can smell something that is like weird. Weird. For, it's like it's not when you run, this is not it's a new smell. It's yeah. not normal. Uh, it smells coppery. But old copper. Mm. And you can so Harriet, how's Harriet doing? Yeah. And Max can ask me one question from the Harness the Wolf mm. list, and Beckham could ask me two. I'm going Where to look. It's on. It's on the basic moves. Sorry, uh, was that my funny message? I mean, the obvious is where is the trail. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I'm going to. I'm looking there. Um, give, give me just a second. I, I've lost it. I'm going to ask. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask. Um, I'm um, going to ask what smells wrong here. Um. The smell, as I said, coppery, kind of uh, old, dull copper smell. Mm. It's. Is it like blood? It is exactly like cool. blood, but it's not animal blood. Yeah. It's something else. I am looking to Harriet because I know she is mm-hmm. the most familiar with this kind of thing. I would actually like to ask where does the pack need to be? You think you need to see what's happening here? Okay. Um, I'm gonna say, um, what's the strongest emotion in this location for my first one? Yeah. Oh. It is that acrid sweat of terror. And um, what is the biggest threat to the pack? The, at the moment, you don't know what the biggest threat could be mm. because you don't know what is waiting for you. But you think? Okay, I can ask a different one. Yes. Um, yeah. Where is the escape route? Smart. Um, Very nice. So you've been running. You are getting this um, scent is off pack territory. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you can still go and investigate. It's no one else's territory, but it's off your. You, you sort of have a boundary around. This is our place. We can go when you're running. You do sometimes go running off pack territory, but that you have your specific. This is our territory. And it is off-pack territory. And depending on what it is, you know the easiest escape route would be to go see what it is, but then get back onto pack territory if need be. Yeah. Because that is safe. And other groups in the area will respect territory. Mm. So it wouldn't be unusual for us to be running in territory that's not ours. Yeah, there are areas that is that are unclaimed. Like no man's land yes. kind of and everyone's like okay. anyone can be here. Yeah, it's yeah, not no man's land in the sense that no one goes in there. Yeah. But it's um that sort of idea it's like this is our area. 
because like, the Highlands are huge. There yeah. are there are a couple of other packs um, around around, but pack territory is large as well. But because it's a, there's just yeah, it's difficult to control huge huge areas. Yeah. So you yeah. control an area around where you live. And Need a lot of P and U. Yeah, there's <laughs> lots of areas that are unclaimed. Can we mark territory? It is indeed. Yep. Um. I'm... Are you going to leave pack territory to see what this is? I mean, obviously she will because of who she is as a person. <laughs> She's just like peeling off and going. I but... will check with uh, Ephraim first. <laughs> yeah, you run up to um, Ephraim and you can see that he has also smelt mm. whatever this is. And he gives you a nod. He, You can't talk when you're wolves, but you can sort of communicate. Mm. Not telepathically or anything like that, but you can basic like yes, no. Yeah, yes, no. You can sort of figure out what people mean. Um, he sort of indicates that he will lead Sylvie and the main body of the pack the other way, staying on pack territory, so Sylvie can have her proper first run, and then he will meet you back at the farmhouse when you have figured out what is going on. And he said, and he sort of like looks at Declan and Mags. Mags is. Then looks um, yeah, then nods and sort of at Declan and then a couple of other members of the pack as well and they peel off with you. I have um the move speak with the pack so I can communicate across any distance nice. with the pack. Yes. So nice. I will try to I will just it says to convey one short message or visual impression, so I'll just sort of sort of like say to him or indicate to him like, oh well, I'll keep you updated. Yeah. Something like that. Cool. Very good. I also think when you know someone so well as like we all know each yeah. other, you can you can, like as a human you can kind of figure out what people are saying without yeah. speaking. Yeah. And yeah, and head off after the others. Very nice. So you are following this trail as you are. Who is in the lead? Uh, have the others caught up with me? <laughs> um. Probably you then. I think it would be you. Yeah, so it was going to be you. Head first into danger, all alone. <laughs> Things stay consistent throughout characters, baby. I was going to say, do you ever make any other character? <laughs> so I would like you again, please, to um, harness the wolf so you can try and lead the pack to where you need to be. Which dice haven't I used? <laughs> Come on. I want to keep using mine, they're doing well. I believe in you. I believe in you too. Uh, eight, again. Cool, so you can ask me one of the questions. Um, who or what is dominant in this situation that I'm approaching so you can as you're running you are following this the scent of this mm-hmm. copper smell of blood is getting stronger yeah. that is um, as we, that is the only thing you can smell there is nothing that's weird else. Like you can smell like the ground the earth okay I thought you went no, like no, I couldn't smell no, anything but else but it is the only scent there are no other okay. there's no other trail scents so it's more like someone's wiped their scent yes okay that's weird I mm, I'm gonna like can I can I slow down a little bit mm-hmm. um, so the others can kind of reach me but I, I, I want to. I don't want it to seem like I'm slowing down because I'm scared. So yeah. like, I kind of want to, you know, be like, "This is my natural pace that I'm running at, and you've caught up to me." Yeah, yeah. Everyone catches up. So it is um, the three of you, and also um, Bruna and Simone. Mm. I'm sort of 
some heavies. <laughs> Big from girl wolves. Yeah. Would I um, know were these two pack members before I left? Oh, uh, you know Bruna. Bruna was okay, Bruna, cool. uh, a couple of years older than you. She's um, born, was born into the pack. Nice. Oh yeah, we probably grew up together. Though. Yeah. She's a, a little bit like that annoying your like annoying big sister. Annoying big sister and you are her annoying little sister. Yeah, nice. Um cool. uh, you don't really know Simone. Simone joined the pack while you were away. Okay, cool. Nice. So you're all together. Again, as and as you get closer, this is there are no you can smell the ground, you can smell this coffee, but there are no animal smells. Mm, that's weird. Mm. And especially since it's blood you think you should be able to smell things like fox. Some actuals. <laughs> yeah. Things like that that would yeah. be and crows and things like carrion eaters. Yeah. But there's none of nothing like that at all. It is just the smell of the earth and this smell of I'm blood. I'm like slowing further and further down so we're not running towards it. I'm like creeping. Yeah. yeah. Um, you get you sort of crest over a, a ridge and you look down into a small little hollow yeah. in the mountains and the highlands and in this little glade and it is a glade it's a perfectly circular um, clearing in some of these woods seems like some fairy nonsense and <laughs> in the middle there is a dead body human? looks human from this distance uh, face down. Yeah. Um, wearing clothes, and there is blood falling. I am gonna see if I can indicate to the others to like stay back where while I go and look at it because mm. to me I am I'm stronger than you two, but obviously not as strong as the girl. I'm like semi semi two, maybe not as strong as mm. the two heavies. Uh, but to me, I'm also the most disposable. So I will. I'll go. I'll like indicate the others to stay back and get um, out. You can do that. Does do you listen to that? I'm gonna half listen and I'll stay back for. But if she moves too close, I'm gonna be like edging forward. Yeah. <laughs> to kind of like grab my <laughs> scruff. A bit like okay. Yeah. Um, um, that clone is going to watch the back in case anything sneaks yeah. off on us. Basically, and keep an eye on our escape route. Mm. We know our roles. Yeah. <laughs> So you get closer. Um, are you going to go in and look at the body itself? Yeah, I'm going to go like, because it's weird. Like if it's a dressed human body, uh, isn't it? Dressed, he's got clothes. Then okay. he's wearing like some shorts and yeah. a t-shirt. It's like weird that I can't smell the clothes. Yeah. Um. Mm. So I'm going to go and see if I can, like, give it a sniff. Is try and like maybe inspect it to see if there's a wound or something because I we haven't seen any. Like, there's blood around the head, right? So he the, the body. Um, as you get closer, it's, it's a male yeah. body. It's lying face down. Yeah. Like, he's fallen yeah. face down into the dirt, and there is blood pooling around the head and the torso. I'm gonna try and flip him over. Um, as you get closer, you smell. He looks human. As you get... Oh no, he's a wolf. He's not of your pack. Okay, that's good. But he is a wolf. I. Mm. There are two wolves inside of me fighting <laughs> out what to do. Um, I am um, immediately when I know he's not a member of the pack. Mm-hmm. I'm backing away. 
Yep. Mm. Like, I don't want my scent anywhere near this dude. Oh, that's true. Um, and I'm going to indicate, as best as I can, mm. indicate this to everyone else, but especially Harriet, because, like, in my mind, you are kind of the authority in the situation. Mm. Mm. Okay. Uh... Mags is looking like she wants to go back. She's like, we should leave, we should not be here. Yeah, I will... I feel like this is the sort of thing that we should probably... Um, we've seen what's going on. We don't want to interfere. Like you said, we don't want... Yeah. You know, it's another pack. The good thing is, thing. smells do depend and on so time. They so do. they'll be able... If people, like, if the, whoever this guy packs belonged to, mm. if they are like, our guy died and your smell is right next to it, they will be able to smell that we came around after he died. Yes, yes. yeah, that's, that's not going to be a problem. So that's kind of fine, but I, mm. it's just the whole situation feels really bad. Yes. The the thing you do know, um, it is very unusual for a pack member to not be with pack. Mm-hmm. And if he had died in a fight, they would have taken the body yeah. with them. He could be like an outcast or something. We don't know. Yeah. I want to firstly um, try and communicate back to Ephraim the yep. sort of image of what we can see yep. and the, the addition of the what is the, the smell yes. that it's not of our pack. Speak with the pack. It literally just says I can communicate to convey one short message cool. or visual yep. impression and that's nice. it. Um, just so he's kept in the loop. And then before we leave, I would like to just kind of go all the way around the edges of the clearing and mm-hmm. just sort of sniff around to see if there's anything else or any other sense or any like objects or whatever that have been lying around. Uh, that will be a harness, yes. harness wolf roll, please. That is, uh, that's a six, a minus one on feral. <laughs> um, so I guess nothing happens. Oh, you know, you get a hard I get move. A hard, I get a hard move. <laughs> <laughs> two hard moves in session one it's going well great well the, you've just found a suspicious dead body okay was that like your hard move yeah. okay thank you I don't know if it was plot <laughs> bit of both <laughs> bit of bullying bit of not <laughs> uh, what is Declan doing nothing at the moment but keeping an eye now more on Magda to see how she's going to respond to this mm-hmm. I'm like you know when a dog like lies down and flattens its ears mm. and it's like scared she's not like whimpering or anything but she is like in her body language very clearly displaying like she's very deeply unsettled by this okay okay especially because being like even though she wasn't in the pack for a while but being of the pack like mm. like you hear about people getting murdered every day in the news in the human world this is like seeing a wolf killed is mm. deeply deeply and especially to still be in to be in human form killed as well. Yeah. And human form on a full moon. Yeah. Mmm. Oh. If it's full moon, even if if, yeah. if you are in wolf form yeah. and you die, you stay in wolf form. I think after Mags hears that, like, like oh, they realise that, that. Yeah. yeah, then she starts very quietly whimpering. Mm. I'll, once I have my fruitless lap of the, <laughs> <laughs> of the clearing, I'll, I'll go over to... to a mags and just sort of like nudge her a little bit in like a it's okay comforting kind of motion 
she's like she wants to go. <laughs> she yes. wants to get out of yeah. here. You want to? Uh, but I'll wait for the others because I'm yeah. now very like. I sort of want to look to Declan to see what he's doing and what what he wants to do. Uh, I'm just gonna have a quick look again at my um, sheet and see if I've got anything mm. super relevant for this. Um, ah, right. Um, mm, 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 mm. Yeah, I've got an explicit thing for um, for resources, but that doesn't really help. I've got gone to ground. You can hide things, but not bodies. Hmm. <laughs> Annoying, but it specifically says not bodies. It's like the one thing we have is the one thing. Yeah, the one thing we got. I suspect probably intentional. Hide our scent. Yeah, it says you can clean the trails. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'll, I'm going to try to use gone to ground then to hide our scent and cover. You just up get to do that. Paw prints, things like that. That's how you can just choose oh, yeah. to do that. Yep, you can hide your scent around that. So that that was going around basically scuffing over poor friends yeah. and um and rubbing stuff dock like leaves on stuff. Rub, yeah. <laughs> Maybe like mint is quite a strong smell. Mm. Yeah. Oh, um or was it aniseed in um, yeah. in, in Discworld it's aniseed. Aniseed as well. Mm. Things yeah. like that, just things that have a strong garlic would work as mm. well. Things that just have a smell. And ward off vampires. Mm-hmm. And ward off vampires indeed, if they have a strong smell. <laughs> So it's like vampires, huh? You are <laughs> hiding, so you've hidden your trail. Are you going back to your pack? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I'll continue hiding behind us. I'm not yes. just going to hide the way here and leave, yeah. leave yeah. Our, our trail out. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so uh, I, I'm sort of coming last just to cover off what's behind, what's behind us. This is not what's happening, but what in my head what is happening is that you're using your tail. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Oh, That's okay. Cool. Like a duster brush. Like, yeah. like, like, like um, pla- 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 platypi do that? Yeah. To cover yeah. their tracks. The only thing I can think of, and it's very Aww. cute. You um, tear back to the farm. Um, you're like, this is something that needs to be talked about and something that needs to be explained. Um, it's The night has gone on. You were running... You, were, you had your run quite a while and you spent some time looking around this area. So it's getting to maybe around four o'clock in the morning. Mm. And this is the summer, so yeah. the sun is starting to rise as you get back to the farmhouse. So you can change out of wolf form as well. Now, you see that um, most of the pack have, um, after full moon runnings, everyone does have bedrooms and some people have an individual bedroom some people share with other people it is up to however people want to go um and however people feel like taking but after pack runs people tend to congregate in the front room yeah. which is like big fireplace lots of sofas lots of armchairs and people are all just like passed out in there <laughs> but Ephraim is, Chloe uh Ephraim is waiting for you at the front door he gestures you to come in and leads you into his office. And as the door closes... We're, we're de-wolfed now. Yes, yeah. you're de-wolfed. Mags is loving this. As the door closes behind you, that is where we're going to end our and first episode. Declan absolutely jumps out of his skin when the door closes behind us. <laughs> I will say, um, I think maybe the last time Mags was in Declan's office is because she taught the kids a Ephraim. fun... Uh, sorry. Ephraim. Last uh, time it was because she taught all the kids a fun song about uh, Ephraim being a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, he, he did tell you off, but like, 
he wasn't quite enjoyed it. Yeah. I'll pack that made it not fun. depth perception. That, that made it not fun for her anymore. The yeah. minute he was in on the joke, she was like, oh, this sucks. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, we did our first episode. Ah, oh my God, that was so good. Yeah. The vibe was exceptional. Absolutely. <laughs> The immediate, the immediate, like, frost when Declan entered the room, I was like, oh, yeah. spicy. Yes, I love the fact that no one likes you. Yeah. Oh, I said, because Cleo, Cleo, Cleo was, like, a reluctant hero, but I was like, no, we I'm going to play her. someone who's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> just horrible. Just a slimy we little We just man. put up with him. Will and I never play characters who like each other. Yeah. Ever. It's great. It's really good fun. It's like how um, when we play board games, we go, on, like, to the board game cafe for dates and stuff. We have the most fun when we play um, competitive games, yeah. and when we play co-op games, we argue. They're like, oh, you're here on a date, so we've got some like cooperative games. We're like, no, 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 no we, we will games a fight to the death. We will go head to head. We got some stuff to work out. <laughs> it's great. Uh, Lucy was incredible. Thank Yay. you very yeah. much. And I love Harriet, and I love Declan. And I, I love the all the characters. That's <laughs> so good. I yeah, uh, Harriet is great. Oh, Harriet is on the edge of a nervous breakdown, and I can tell continuously. Yeah, always. Harriet is someone who's younger and older than I thought. If that makes any sense. Yeah, so. yes. she's like she. I think she has. She. I mean, she's thirty nine, but she's got an older soul. I think. Mm. <laughs> if if like us, you are a very big fan of Chloe. Where can we find more more Chloe content on the internet? Oh dear, you've thrown this on me. Didn't tell me you were going to do this. <laughs> it's, like, it's like you haven't listened to an episode of the show before. <laughs> um, uh, no, you can find me everywhere on the internet at Chloe underscore with the blow. Uh, I stream mm-hmm. on Twitch three mm-hmm. times a week. Uh, I'm on Addicted Mini Aces with Anne. I stole her. Yeah, I've been stolen. Please help me. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can find my music on Spotify and including our wonderful theme tune including yep that well that one's only on um, only on SoundCloud because it wouldn't let me put it on Spotify because it's too short annoying Um, sad but hey ho Um, and you can find me and Will on uh, Full Culture Studios um, yes various things I don't know when this is airing so this is airing uh, January next year (laughs) oh probably Gowie's time then yeah yeah (laughs) Um, it, it, yeah. Yeah. In which case, it's is that what is it? God, is it at T four C underscore Dragon? It varies on different places, but it's some variation of Dragon. If and you T4C. Google like T four C Dragons Jewel, yes. you will find it. Yes, yes. <laughs> that, that should be fine. <laughs> but yeah, and annoyingly, all of their social medias are slight variations on that. <laughs> so, um, Am. Yes. What do I do? What do you do? What do I do? I am um, on this show. I'm on Deck of Many Aces, which Chloe talks about. What's Deck of Many Aces? Uh, it's an actual play podcast uh, with actual asexuals and aromantics. We play uh, Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition uh, and aromatics. Uh, <laughs> we play Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition. Chloe is our bard uh, mm-hmm. and is wonderful and incredible. And I play another character with a Scottish accent uh, <laughs> who also has parental issues. It's fine. But um, she goes bonk on the end. Yeah, she is um, a, a capitalist, though, which Mags Ooh. is not. She's not great. She's, like, got yeah. some rich girl stuff to figure out, uh, and she uh, tips way too much. It's not. You're telling me someone made a, a D&D 5e actual play podcast? <laughs> <laughs> um, Revolution. So, yeah, that's fun. Will and I have a show called The Date Night Drive-In. Mm-hmm. In theory, uh, we no. have missed... <laughs> this will come out in January. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll we have a show up. called The Date Night Drive-In. Um, we watch movies and then we talk about them. I have been in school to talk about movies for a very long time. And Will is an enthusiast with a heart of gold. It's like, um, so this is very UK-centric. You know on MasterChef, 
how there's um, Greg and um, John, yeah. and John is like a, um, a former Michelin star chef and all that, and then Greg is just seasoned diner. Yeah, yeah. that's Amonite. Season diner, yeah. Will so, so I just, I just like watching films, and Am is academically proven to be smart about films. Yay. <laughs> um, if you want to get in touch with. Loose. Um, what you can do instead yeah, like is throw some is t- coins take, down a wishing well. I might co- coins down a wishing well on on the third Sunday of each month. Yeah, and um, you may receive yeah, like some a sort specific of message. time that is going to yeah. be like mm, slightly somewhere between two and three o'clock in the morning. And uh, the the ripples. I'm not telling you what the ripples of the water spreading may out. communicate some message to you. Um, all of my stuff that I'm in more or less has already been promo. There's Dragon's Jewel. Mm-hmm. There's the Date Night Dragon, which you can find at. D8 Night Driving on yeah. Twitter or just search for the Night Driving on Spotify. Um, another thing that I am in with, um, which was DM'd by friend of the sc- friend of the show Nate for yes. Cosmetic Things Yay. is their Call Cthulhu uh, series, which will be out now. I am playing a British person in that because who needs range? It's kind <laughs> of like it's a bit sort of like Buffy vibes I think is the most accurate thing uh, about bad stuff happening on a university campus in the US if you think about it because Declan's Australian if you go far back enough he, you, his family used to be British so it kind of works out right <laughs> yeah yeah, was, yeah sorry, a couple hundred years sorry to any of our Australian listeners for, for the psychic damage that Andy inflicted on you there so um, all that's left to say is you can follow our Twitter at rwd underscore pod uh, there we have pinned our link tree, which has a link to our Discord. You can come out, come and hang out with us and talk about RWD stuff, TTRPG stuff, or whatever else is on your mind. Um, and you can find back issues of our show, including Break from Destiny, which will have the mask game that I ran, mm-hmm. um, and our past series, which was RWD Chosen, which was kind of a demigod-themed game. And you can go check out uh, the system that we're playing, Bite Marks by Black Armada Games. They have loads of great systems. They do. They're uh, really good. They have an awesome system. Out. I really want to play. They're also really nice. They're, they're very really nice. But they have an awesome um, system I want to play called Lovecraft Ask, which is a DMless, right? A DMless game. Mm, yeah. I do love. We'll do that as a break at some point. For mm. example, yeah. Uh, oh, you take it. You take it in terms to create monsters and just mm-hmm. stress out uh, one because there's one PC and like four people, and you just <laughs> and we just create, stress them out. Yeah, you just stress yeah. them out. <laughs> so you can find all of their games, including Bite Marks, um, at blackarmada.com. And we will see you after the hunt. This podcast is a work of narrative fiction. All people, places and events described are strictly fictional in nature, and any similarities they may bear to reality are unintentional and coincidental. The Bite Marks system name, mechanics and law are solely the property of Black Armada Publishing and are used in this podcast with their express permission. That said, if you do find any of the content in this podcast interesting, you should check out Black Armada at blackarmada.com. The cover design for this podcast was illustrated by Eileen Tan, 
who you can contact for commissions on Twitter at Grass Grows. Any music or effects used in this podcast were either publicly available with no associated copyright or composed by the podcast hosts. If you have any concerns over any of the content in this podcast or in this disclaimer, feel free to get in touch with us via email at rwdpodcastcontact at gmail.com.